Hey, this is Casey Kearney, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Not too many people know how difficult that was to get rolling. <laughs> a little bit of uh, uh, discombobulation this morning, I guess we could say. Yeah, that's yeah. We can definitely say that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was we're not easy. We're trying to get uh, back into the groove of things here a little bit this morning. You know, you were just uh, away on a work trip. Yep. And uh, I'm finally starting to feel a little bit better here. Actually, this morning. Oh, good. The best best i felt since you know, oh I wow talk about that with you but um yeah uh then just the headache and the tiredness has just been lingering okay the covid effects um so far today so good so good glad to hear it how about the rest of the family um everybody's on the upswing the wife right. finally took a pretty decent upswing yesterday um so good yeah, it's we're, we're on the right path, I think, finally. So. <laughs> That's good. That's um, COVID's no joke, huh? No, it's not. It's it's not fun. It's, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I keep saying things. I, I just saw another article, actually, the other day, and I think it was from some the uh, CEO of Pfizer or something like that. Oh? And he was saying that eventually he thinks we're just going to get to the point, and I said this last week on the podcast as well, where this COVID's going to be just more of a, a seasonal type like a cold thing yeah yeah it's gonna be a thing where you know some people get it and unless you have underlying health conditions you know nothing to really be too concerned about right and i think it's just because our bodies are going to start to build a natural immunity you know uh-huh um man the human body's a pretty amazing thing isn't it <laughs> yeah it is yeah it i mean is. like all these these chemically engineered viruses that we get and then all of a sudden your body just builds an immunity to it like it's crazy. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right. Um, so, yeah, not a whole lot on the agenda here today. Um, but we do have um, a confirmed guest for next week. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll be talking with uh, country artist Seth Reed. 
and um, you know we're we're set to record that this week, and that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Finally, um, another male country singer, you know. Um, yeah, right. We just had we just had women after women after women, <laughs> and now finally, you know, back to back, we have uh, Jay Edwards and now Seth Reed. I'm so, thinking uh, I'm thinking the country genre likes us, Troy. I don't know. Yeah, I, we definitely hit a hit something there in, yeah. the, in the country field for sure. That um, we seem to get a lot of country artists, and that's fine. That's mm-hmm. you know whatever. Um, I certainly begun begun to appreciate country music a lot more than I used to. Yeah, so. same here. In fact, I think we should name our re, rename our show. Stay tuned with Country Boys, Troy and Howie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can get John Schneider to sing our theme. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, <laughs> do you? Uh, I was going to say, do you know when you and I are going to be recording that? With uh, what that song? No, no, no. The uh, our uh, interview. Oh, we have it scheduled for uh, Thursday night. Okay, did I schedule that yet? You did. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't send out the invite to him yet, but um, no. But we do. You do. You oh, do that's what I was it. asking. I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. sending the invite because I know I'm not with it today. So I just yeah. want to make yeah. sure that I'm on the same page. All right. Yep. You. You did. So. Um, All right. Good. So <clears throat> there was a little show that started. Oh, about <laughs> what? Fifty-two years ago. Am I? Am I looking at um, that right? Was that fifty-two years ago? 1969? Yeah. yeah, I guess it was. Wow. So, um, where was it? 62. Oh my gosh. No, it can't, it can't be. No, that would put the Brady, that would put the Brady kids like around 75. <laughs> 52 years ago. I was right okay. first, man. Okay. Oh my gosh. Whew. Boy. What a day, right? I know. <laughs> I know. First, we had like major computer issues, and me, I'm just not remembering anything. <laughs> My math I, is way off. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. So, I mean, we already kind of uh, clued you in on what it is, but let's see if you remember this theme song from 1969. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls All of them had hair of gold Like their mother, the youngest one in curls It's a story of a man named Brady Who was busy with three boys of his own They were four men living all together Yet they were all alone Here it is! Till the one day when the lady met this fellow and they knew that it was much more than a hunt That this group must somehow form a family That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch The Brady Bunch That's right, if you haven't guessed it by now It would be the Brady Bunch You know, I was just thinking as I'm listening to that theme song And I don't know why I never thought of this before But um, how young were the girl's father When he was no longer in the picture? Oh, I don't know. Do the you reason re- I ask that is because they have the same last name as the stepfather. That's true. Huh. That's so, a good question. Yeah, so I don't know if they were, like, if he adopted them or um, or if they were, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know what the age difference is between Marsha and Cindy, but. Yeah. 
it's a few years anyway. Right? And I don't know the story as far as did the father die or I know I think yeah, the see, mom died. Yeah, I think the mom definitely died of of um, of um, Mr. Brady, but I don't remember. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I would I would imagine they're probably trying not trying to be too controversial. Yeah, right. And I would imagine the father of the of the uh, girls died as well. Um, huh. But yeah, that's an interesting point because I mean, you would think Marcia had to be at least five, six, seven years old somewhere in that range mm-hmm. when the father would have died. Yeah, uh, and Cindy was like really young. That's what I'm saying. So, but Marcia has the stepfather's name. Yeah, so I don't just I don't know. But just makes you wonder, you know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that 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 uh series premiered the first ever episode September 26 1969 and that thing went on to run for 177 episodes the final one airing August 30th of 1974 and they're um, still talked about today they're still talked about today and the, the interesting thing I was reading about when I was reading about this is not once did it ever crack the top 10 in the Nielsen ratings really not once really huh. but That's... it's like um, I'd almost dare to say it was probably the, the start to all the teen idol type shows. And, yeah, I would. You know, yeah, I would argue I mean, that. What, what, I mean, what we came, what came after that? The Partridge Family, right? Mm-hmm. Was that, and then all of a sudden you have these musical groups. Um, the monkeys and then you, then led and into uh, was was the Partridge Family? Was that the one with uh, Danny Bonaduce? Danny Bonaduce, yes, Danny Bonaduce. Yep, and of course we all know his history and <laughs> yeah. his checkered past and. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought I saw him not too long ago, and I think he's in a better place. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hearing as well. Yeah, he was um, actually, so, um, well, I'll tell you off the air. I know. <laughs> I can't say it on the air. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know he had tried to get into um, some of that celebrity boxing type stuff and all mm-hmm. that, too. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, another cool thing happened on this day in history yeah and this was in 1960 so Hmm. take a listen to this clip the presidency the candidates need no introduction the republican candidate vice president richard m nixon and the democratic candidate senator john f kennedy according to rules set by the candidates themselves each man shall make an opening statement of approximately eight minutes duration and a closing statement of approximately three minutes duration In between, the candidates will answer or comment upon answers to questions put by a panel of correspondents. In this, the first discussion in a series of four joint appearances, the subject matter has been agreed will be restricted to internal or domestic American matters. And now for the first opening statement by Senator John F. Kennedy. Mr. Nixon. In the election of 1860, Abraham Lincoln said the question was whether this nation could exist half-slave or half-free. In the election of 1960, and with the world around us, the question is whether the world will exist half-slave or half-free, whether it will move in the direction of freedom, in the direction of the road that we are taking, or whether it will move in the direction of slavery. I think it will depend in great measure upon what we do here in the United States that we build, on the kind of strength that we maintain. We discuss tonight domestic issues, but I would not want that to be any implication to be given that this does not involve directly our struggle with Mr. Khrushchev for survival. 
Mr. Khrushchev is in New York, and he maintains the communist offensive throughout the world because of the productive power of the Soviet Union itself. The Chinese communists have always had a large population. That's interesting. Um, because if I, if I remember correctly, I think Nixon won that presidential election, did he not? He did not. He, he actually lost, and this is, this is an interesting point I was going to bring up about this point, was this is the first ever televised presidential debate. And, uh, of course, as you heard, there was uh, John F. Kennedy uh-huh. and, at the time, Vice President Richard Nixon. And they said that um, Mr. Kennedy was, like, so much more relaxed in front mm-hmm. of the camera and, easy, you know, much easier to listen to. Um, anyway, what ended up happening here in this election was John F. Kennedy won this election 49.7% of the popular vote mm. to Richard Nixon's 49.6% oh of the popular vote. So it's very – people will say that just the television, his appearance, yeah. uh, his, his calmness on television swayed a lot of people in that vote. Um, to vote for Mr. Kennedy instead of Mr. Nixon. Huh. So, um, but, um, you know, so that was, you know, 1960. Um, of course, Mr. Kennedy would go on to become president in January of 1961 and uh, would go on to be a favorite of many people, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and whether that's due in regards to what uh, political work he actually did or because of his legacy uh, uh, getting assassinated. Uh, was that 1963? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can draw your own opinion on that, um, but I just thought it was interesting that this television debate very well could have led to the fact that, that he got elected in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It is, and... I wonder if that was kind of a big deal back then. I wonder how many people actually had TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Because that, that had to be right around the time when not every household was having a TV, right? Not only that, but also um, when they did watch TV, they sat down as entire families and watched TV. True. So maybe it was easier to be persuaded because everybody was watching it as opposed to, you know, just one person here, one person there, you know, and yeah, but but you're right. I don't think everybody had TVs back then. And, um, yeah, definitely didn't have color TVs. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't even know. Boy, when did color TV even start? That's a good question. I don't know, but I think, I think around that time is when you can purchase like a green screen and kind of put it on the TV to give really? it the yeah to give it the perception of color. So oh my god yeah, <laughs> I, I I would imagine um, the first broadcaster was probably NBC. Mm-hmm. No, um, that's probably why they did the um, the peacock symbol, right? Yeah, because of all the different colors they could see. That would make sense. Um, so, it says although color TVs were introduced to consumers in 1954, oh my, less than 1% of homes had a color set by the end of that year. Ten years later, in fact, nearly 98% of American homes still did not have one. 
Huh. It was not until 1964 when, yeah, because a color TV in 1965 cost $400. Okay. That's a lot of money in 1965. I was just going to say, I think it's $400 in 1964. Yeah, considering you can get one now for $400. Yeah. Huh. Right. So, crazy, too, to think. I mean, kind of off topic, but that's what we do, right? That's right. uh, TVs, when these HD TVs and all this stuff first came out, these flat screens, Uh what were they going for? You know, thousands. I mean, thousands. Yeah, thousand, six, six thousand dollars, something like that. And, and you can still get some for that price. Don't get me wrong. Oh There's yeah, still some out there. Um, but for just you know, if you don't need any bells and whistles and just you know whatever, you can get one now for like you're saying two, three, four hundred bucks. Oh yeah. I know when we first built our house, I built this theater room, which is where I'm at now, and mm-hmm. uh, and I got a projection TV, a Panasonic. And I think I paid fifteen hundred dollars for that. You know, oh my gosh. yeah. And boy, if I if I knew now what I you know what I didn't know then, I probably would have held off a little bit. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, because now you because now you kind of have your whole room, you know, built, built around, around that it. TV there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah, because you know, when that time comes and and that TV goes. Uh, I mean, it's a nice TV. The 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 picture quality is good, but when it goes, I don't know how I'm getting it out of there. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like tear down a wall to get it out. So, yeah, not looking forward to that. No, TV has come a long way for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it even helped Mister Kennedy get elected in 1960. So yeah, there's that bit of history. <laughs> It sure has. It sure has. So, um, so let's uh, let's take a commercial break. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll talk about some birthdays and see what comes sparking up in that conversation. That sounds like a plan. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest one. Happy birthday, happy birthday, oh yes it's your day, I hope that it's a okay, though it may so cliche, make good things come your way, so have a happy, 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 Boy, I'll tell you what, an explosion is probably what was felt when uh, defenders were trying to tackle Craig Ironhead Hayward, huh? <laughs> you said it. You said it. He was uh, so much fun right. to watch, uh, especially when he played for Pitt, because yeah. he was just a battering ram in college. So, uh, yeah, Craig Ironhead Hayward, um, today would be his birthday, and uh, he died very unexpectedly at the age of 40 wow. in 2006. Um but his legacy lives on. His son, Cam Hayward, obviously a defensive tackle for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And uh, making quite a name of his own, right? Sure is. Sure is. He's uh, one of the better defensive linemen out there, that's for sure. I would agree. And yeah. I saw it firsthand. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, um, another 
person in the sporting world with a birthday today and a, a pretty big milestone for her, actually. Uh, number 40 for Serena Williams. Oh, today. wow. Okay. So, uh, now, is she, well, I was just right? going to say, she's still, I mean, I don't follow tennis that much, but she's playing at a high level still. I mean, she's still in, you know, in, in um, a very high uh I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but she still plays at a very high level. Yeah. Um, maybe she doesn't win as many tournaments as she used to, but she's in the running. She's, you know, um, she's I think not... she did just have uh, to pull out of last tournament with uh, some sort of minor injury. Okay. Um, but still at 40 years old, I mean, most of these tennis stars are usually done by their late 20s. Or something, oh, yeah. You know? um, now, granted, with today's medicine and science and such, I'm sure that age is going to go up. Mm-hmm. Um but for her to still be hanging on here at 40 is pretty incredible, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She's an athlete. People still have to take her seriously. Um, two people from history with birthdays today that we've obviously lost or long lost. Um, but the first one here is Ivan Pavlov. Oh. And, of course, if you know the name Pavlov, you've heard the name the, uh, the expression Pavlov's theory. Yep. But um, he would be, uh, well... He died at the age of 87, but, um, yeah, he was born in 1849 and died in 1936. And, of course, his Pavlov's theory was uh, famous for, what would you say? That's uh, your body's involuntary reactions to things that Mm -hmm. are learned. Um, Yeah, yeah, learned behavior. Yeah, stuff like that, you know, like, and and the example that he used was, uh, like, feeding a dog. And he would ring a bell Mm -hmm. every time before he'd feed this dog. Yeah, and eventually, what he started learning was when he rang the bell, even if he didn't feed the dog, the dog was getting ready for the food. So he started salivating, getting ready for the food. I do that with my so, cat. I take a bag oh. of cat treats, I shake it every morning, and then out of nowhere, the cat comes running and gets ready to get her treats. White theory. You know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, very similar. You know, yeah. Even even with our cats here, like you know you. you you pour some in the bowl. As soon as they hear that noise, like they're coming. They oh yeah. So it doesn't matter if that, you could be putting pebbles in that thing. Yep. Like, they don't know what you're putting in there. Right? Exactly. They just know they hear the noise. They know what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to come eat. They're going to be checking so, um, it out. So yeah, Ivan Pavlov, a very important man in science, and uh, another guy. Uh, I guess maybe more popular in Pennsylvania culture, um, <laughs> but. If I said the name via John Chapman, you probably wouldn't know who that is. John. But if I did say the name, go ahead. Do you, John Chapman. That name right? sounds familiar to me. Okay. Well, it's Johnny Appleseed. Okay. So, um, yeah, born in 1774 and died in 1845. So he lived to be the age of 71. He is actually a uh, hundred year. What year was he born? 1774. So 200 years older than me. There you go. <laughs> Um, but of course, famous for what bringing apples to the Pennsylvania area, I would imagine. Uh, you know, for yeah. playing apples and such, and uh, just um, one of those legends of folklore, right? Like, uh-huh. um, but um, yeah, Johnny Appleseed, I, I, I remember learning about him in school. And um, funny thing is, I remember learning about him, but I don't really remember much about him other than he would wore the pot on his head uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> you know um yep but um let's see here it says uh 
He's an American pioneer nurseryman who introduced apple trees to large parts of Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Ontario. Oh, wow. As well as northern counties of present-day West Virginia. Huh. He, he became an American legend while still alive due to his kind, generous ways, his leaderships in conservation, and the symbolic importance he attributed to apples. Okay. So, um, yeah. Born in Massachusetts and uh, died in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. So. How, how old was he when he died? Do you know? 71. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, another, uh, I guess you could say, famous person from a um, 60s slash 70s sitcom would be uh, Melissa Sue Anderson. And, and maybe she wasn't the most popular girl on this show, but she was uh, one of the younger siblings of the Ingalls. Uh, mm-hmm. And now she played Mary Ingalls, and she was born in 1969, 62. Okay. So today she's celebrating her 59th birthday. Wow. All right. And um, one more birthday here to get to, and got a little audio clip for this one. Yes, indeed. This video is very disturbing, by the way. It, it is. It's, it's actually kind of quite amusing. And I remember watching this one on the ever-so-famous VH1 pop-up videos. Yeah. And a bunch of little facts were flying around about it. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, would you say she's more famous for such as things like this, like her singing career? Or, or it definitely has to be Greece, right? Um, I think Greece is what project, or projected her to stardom. Um, yeah, but but this video was a popular video back then. It was. Yeah. It was. So, um, yeah. And hey, let's not forget about her being famous for who her brother is too. Who is Elton John? <laughs> you didn't know that. She is not. That is Elton John's sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't know that. Yeah. There's no way. How did I not know this? I don't know. I don't know, but to me... I'm not... I'm looking on her Wikipedia, and I'm not seeing Elton John listed anywhere. All right. Well, you know what? Okay. You You do know that Elton John isn't his real name. Hold on a second here. I'm going to find out, and I'm going to... I'm going to disprove... Let's see. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're wrong here, honestly. Okay, well then I was wrong all along. But let me see. Olivia Newton. Because Elton John isn't even his real last, isn't really even his real name. Well, okay. it is now. He legally changed it. Yeah. But he was born Reginald Kenneth Dwight. His last name was actually Dwight. Okay, hold on a second here. So... If you're breaking news to me here, I this. <laughs> All right, let me find out. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. All right. Um, Who are Olivia Newton-John's siblings? Okay. 
Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't see any siblings listed, to be honest with you. Why did I always think that? I, I don't know. Maybe just because of the last name. You just okay. Kind of yeah, maybe. Thought. All right. I mean, I mean, they got to be. Well, let's see. She's celebrating her 73rd birthday today. Um, and what Elton? Elton's got to be up near 75, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He just well. turned 74 this year. So, yeah, I mean, it would make sense. They're in the same, mm-hmm. you know. You know what? Uh, it could have been just one of those things where somebody told me and it just stuck in my head. Yeah. All right. I hey, stand I like, corrected, I like, Troy. I was, like, I was like, who's her famous brother? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do I not know who her famous brother is? Yeah, right? Okay. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah, she's celebrating her 73rd birthday today, uh, born in 1948. Wow. Uh, of course, you know, the song Physical, uh, but, you know, like I said, I, I think her claim to fame is going to be forever uh, Greece mm-hmm. and, you know, the, uh, what, Summer Nights and um, what was the, uh, oh, you're the one that I want. That's the other one I was thinking yeah. of that he does with John Travolta. She does with John Travolta. Um. So, what are you thinking? Um, I was just kind of looking at, like, well, she's even from England. I know. You know, know. so it all all lines up. It just, uh, I just couldn't finish that last connection there. Huh. Ay-yay-yay. Citizenship, United Kingdom and Australia, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Um, definitely. She has a, a daughter uh, named Chloe, who's an actress. Oh, and I, I also seen that um, she's going through some cancer as well. Um, oh, she uh, she's had breast cancer. It looks like it came back on three different occasions. Uh huh. Um, and then was a 2017 recurrence of the cancer had spread to our bones and progressed to stage four. Huh. Um, Newton John experienced a great deal of pain from the metastatic bone lesions. Is openly spoken of using cannabis oil to ease her pain. She is an advocate for the use of medical cannabis. Sure. And her, her daughter, Chloe, owns a cannabis farm in Oregon. Oh, wow. All right. So, um, well. yeah, so dealing with some, some cancer there, and um, that's a shame. Um yeah, Not a pleasant is. way to have to end your life, for sure, by dealing with pain all the time. Yeah, I know. Um, but um, a, a woman that's definitely left her mark in the entertainment industry. She sure no has. Um, the Pink Ladies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, what a... Yeah, what an interesting uh, person. I mean, what an interesting video, I should say. Um, with, the, with the crazy leggings and uh, yeah, and the and the guys wearing like the thongs and working out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a little disturbing for me, but it was all good. So all right, so like I said, um, we do got an interview coming up this week with yeah. uh, Seth Reed, and that'll be dropping next week, next Sunday. Um, excited to hear what he's all about. He is a U.S. Navy veteran mm-hmm. uh, as well, so we can probably get into a little bit of uh, military talk as well with him. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah if you have any questions coming up for seth reed uh you can you know send us your questions whether you know however you want to get a hold of us you know you can go to our facebook page you can click on the link there's a link that goes right to our email mm-hmm. um or you know uh there's also a voicemail the way you can leave a voicemail for howie um so however you want to get a hold of us that's fine um yeah so yeah it'll be i'll be interested to hear what people think and uh and if i remember correctly isn't he out of like the nashville area I believe so. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't find that information, but I believe so. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll be sure to talk with him and that interview will be, uh, I guess we'll be recording that probably on Thursday and then we'll be looking to drop that for you guys on Sunday. Yep. So any questions for Seth to read, please give them our way. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, hey, until uh, next time, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.